Hi this is Arun from arunsyoga.in I am a software engineer who mostly work with Node.js PHP and other backend technologies and I am an open source contributor as well I am a tantric by birth in a family which is passing tantric wisdom from generations to generations from past 2000 years of legacy and got lucky to travel across india and got chances to study under various gurus from different backgrounds and disciplines you could connect with me in arunsyoga.in here i am helping you to design a divine lifestyle which is based on vedic astrology tantra and other yogic system of understanding Hi and welcome to our another episode of Vedic Reading Series. Uh, today's podcast, we are having a guest. Her name is Lucia Gabriela. She is the founder at Nuna Holistic Retreat Center. Lucia helps individuals and couples to master their life, relationships and intimacy with themselves and others. Her passion is to create a safe and sacred space for women and men to deeply explore many aspects of themselves. Lucia Gabriela specializes and works with individuals whose journey is to free themselves from emotional and sexual traumas. and helps them to reclaim their creative power body voice sensuality and sexuality plus to welcome pleasure into their lives creations and relationship you could connect with her on luciagabriela.com l u c i a g a b r i e l a.com once again L U C I A G A B R I E L A dot com. Welcome to Vedic Reading Series, episode number twelve: The Tantric Intimacy with Lucia. So hi everybody. Today we have a guest. Her name is Lucia Gabriela. and uh, she is uh, a life coach she um, helps people to figure out their purpose through mastering their body embodiment and things like that and she has some kind of certain techniques which um, helps you to go deeper into your own self and figuring out uh, i mean making sense out of your life and things like that and today she is gonna share her uh, journey of the particular path of tantra and at the end we are going to check out her uh, tantric chart how the energy is being uh, distributed in her uh, birth secret or whatsoever um so yeah lucia uh, would you uh, you could start actually like uh, what you do how do you get into this thing and uh, what is that you are looking for where and oh, how do you feel the uh, people should be evolved and your work is how helping your work is to evolve them into some particular dimensions uh, or their life and things like that and can you just elaborate please Thank you. Yeah, so first of all, thank you for having me in your uh podcast and I'm uh, also really excited and very curious about um the process of the the 
you know, the Vedic charts. So I'm really interested about that. And I am um, I'm a relationship and intimacy coach. Uh, what I do in, in that area is helping individuals who have gone through um, toxic relationship uh, in the past, they have experienced emotional sexual trauma to uh, shake up and reclaim who they truly are and, and attract the amazing partner that they desire in their life to create conscious relationship. At the same time, I am a tantra facilitator and that allows me to create a sacred space for individuals, uh, you know, free of judgment, free of shame, free of guilt and fear, to create a space for individuals to walk in the path of alchemy and transformation and rediscover who they are as individuals and as powerful beings, uh, energetic beings. And with that being said, to learn to be the master of the energy, master of the sensuality, master of the sexual energy, and master of the creations. Um, as you know, Tantra, the Tantra path has a lot to offer to individuals when it comes to, to alchemy. And I'm really excited about that. And at the same time, I'm also a somatic, um, emotional somatic therapist where I help individuals to release the, um, the emotional uh, blockages that they have in their body that are stuck in the body and it, it keeps them trapped. Uh, and when the body feels trapped, uh, all these different dynamic and mindsets get in, in place and sabotage us. Uh, so having a liberated body, open body, open allow us to have an open heart and an open mind because it's all going to start in congruency with, with, um, with who we are as individuals in a multidimensional uh, realm. So that's what I do when it comes to my work. And um, I'm really excited about today um, to learn your gift of you know, sharing and reading my chart can help me to gain even more clarity with uh, how it is that I can serve better to, um, you know, to the world. Like, what else can I do that it can benefit uh, not just myself and my community, but uh, a lot of people that are watching us and also a lot of people that um, need our work right now um, that is so needed on these times that we feel like the dark time, I feel uh, chaos, feels like uh, confusion. So what else can we do together to bring more ease and peace and clarity to the individuals uh, through the work and the, you know, the tools that we have? So uh, how many years do you, uh, you are into this particular uh, kind of uh, training? Like, uh, uh, for instance, how many years, how, how long you've been on the Tantra? Well, I have studied Tantra since I was 15 years old um, after um, healing cancer in a holistic, natural way. And I, I started like my journey of studying Tantra, Kama Sutra back home in Ecuador. And it was all Africa of energetic dynamics, um, the, the alchemical part of self. Um, and it's interesting that, you know, you can study, you know, um, element of any practice and um what it, i find it important is the integration part of it so the hardcore integration of my tantra work or the tantra journey has been for the past i would say 12 years uh that i've been like integrating more of the 
the knowledge, the wisdom, the Africa more uh, energy and tapping more into awakening more into my sensual self, my sexual energy, um, and uh, and being more um, more into this journey of, of of healing from within and purging. Uh, so my my true you know sensual and sexual entity come to the surface. Um, but I, like I, what I would say, like Tantra is not just about the aspect of sexuality, but also the alchemy that happened within me. Uh, it has been incredible for the past 12 years, I would say, with the integration. Um, so I have, you know, I have joined, like, and study and learn um, and, and got, you know, great information and more wisdom from different uh, mentors and people that are in this journey and this path. Um, and what I find find uh, I find fascinating is to to create a space for you know a tantric practice um, and helping the individuals or even help myself to be in that kind of space that kind of uh, the, um, surrounding um, the void of energy and allow that to open up what that actually tantra means to you, what it that actually feels like, the aspect of connection. So I would say yes, like for the past 12 years has been like the more core integration time of my life when it comes to this journey. So you have a decent space where people can actually experience the uh, deep sense of what exactly tantra means. Um, yeah, is that what you're saying? Well, you're breaking up a little bit. Yeah. So you're clear, like uh, what I was asking is that uh, you have designed a space where people can experience what is actually Tantra means and they can actually um, explore themselves to be uh, become a better being uh, stuff like that yes it's all about who are we in our core like what are we connected uh, allowing ourselves to to allowing ourselves to connect with the authenticity and of who we are the authenticity and the power of who we are. And the moment that we do that, uh, we connect them with source, we connect them with the universe, with the cosmos, we connect them with our, you know, whatever you believe on, with God, goddesses, we connect with Mother Earth. So the moment that we connect them with uh, everything beyond like, what we, what we, um, what we live, recognizing who we are and what are we here for and uh, and what are we are not also so you have a designed space um how can you elaborate what is that space is offering like uh, is there is there there are diagrams like there are tantric diagrams for instance kali yendra sri yendra like there are 101 yantras are there. I mean, the diagrams with tantric symbols which we use. Um, does it have that kind of uh, diagrams? Then also there is uh, music which will actually help us to 
uh, experience some other kind of dimensions like uh, some kind of carnatic ragas which which will actually take people into some other kind of dimensions then kind of smells are there which is been used in uh, tantric practices and there are some kind of uh, herbs uh, i mean medicines which is been used that will help people to accelerate uh, their own um, allowing them to see what what is that happening inside of them when things are going around them like that medicines are being mm -hmm. used in tantric text which i have studied in uh, um, i mean the tantric principles which has been actually said in india so these kind mm -hmm. of things i have studied so uh, can you elaborate your space does it has this kind of things and how do you uh, design it Uh, a lot of elemental, you know, of what it seems like very complex itself in the in the, the tantra books, um, and I would say that I I would say that I am not a tantra master, I'm a tantra teacher, I'm a tantra facilitator, where I I use tantra practices to help people to get into the heart, to get into the power of the energy, to to help them to be more of the um, to learn to tap into the energetic uh, being that they are, to become aware of, of like what it is that is limiting. So if I go like as a tantra master or tantra teacher that some people are, if I go too complex, we will lose people. Uh, my intention of facilitating tantra is the simplicity that it can exist within it. Um, and we're living in a, in a, in a time that Complexity is not a great friend. It's actually, uh, it, it helps us, it, it can sabotage us. So for me, when it comes to teaching anything that is tantric practices, we go with the basics of it, with the principles, the basic principles of it. You know, um, um, whatever definition or title it is, it, we keep it very simple to the aspect of uh, the awareness, self-awareness, uh, observation, self-observation of self, uh, observation of our energy, observation of our emotion of feelings, observation of like a multidimensional part of ourselves, you know, tapping into uh, connecting with our heart, connecting with uh, the different parts of, of our own power. Uh, do you know the breathing, breathing techniques, the, um, the, the movement techniques, the, uh, the, even the aspect of music and sound. So all those are very simple, uh, basic and simple practices that I like to keep them as a focus in the practice to start them in a journey of it. And if individuals desire to go a lot more deeper into more of the wisdom and complexity of Tantra, uh, they can reach out to uh, you know, masters and teachers that they have that level of, of knowledge and complexity and they know how to teach that stuff. I feel like in this Western world, uh, especially you know, where I live, um, it's very important to keep it simple and to keep it available and, 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 and give the opportunity to have, give people a taste, the taste 
of what Tantra could, you know, it is uh, for them, not it, what it is for me, what it is for you, what it is for a Tantra master, what it is for anybody or even a Tantra guru, but like what is that like Tantra actually represent and means within self and how can I make that of an embodiment um, in my life? How can, we, how can I, especially in the Western world, like how can I make it simple where I can practice it every day of my life? So that's, I hope that that answers your question um, because the level of complexity of like uh, this, the studies of Tantra, as you know, they're big <laughs> and, we can, and we can lose ourselves on that. So I like to keep it simple. So what is that? Can you uh, explain that simplicity, the level of simplicity which you are keeping? Like what kind of practice you will offer to a client and how does it feel like? What, what, what are you offering? For instance, for so, some... Yeah. So let's say like the simplicity of it will be the breath work, right? Like one of our aspects of learning people to do the breath work that is just the basic of it they're doing the breath work and then also to become more aware of the consciousness of uh, of embodiment of sensuality in the body like awaken the senses you know what it is that able to awaken the taste uh the smell the touch uh the the sight and the hearing you know the the listening aspect of it and and I feel like uh, awakening the sense of touch, like conscious touch, because in Tantra practices, there's a lot of aspect element of touch, like element of connection. And uh, one of the things that when we connect with ourselves in our body and when we connect with others, you know, touch is like really important. So we do aspect of um, like, how can we connect with uh, uh, ourselves through touch? Um, very, very basic and simple. Uh, the awareness of like when I'm touching um, somebody, I am like touching somebody's soul and not just I'm touching the physical body, but I'm touching somebody's soul. Uh, also the aspect of like connecting through the eyes, connecting through the eye gazing, connecting through um, through the breath to each, you know, when we do experiences of the breath work and, and we're connecting through the energy. Um, I feel like a lot of the what I bring into the table is all about connection, connection with itself and connection with others and connection with earth. Um, another aspect of like tantra principles and tantra practices that I share is like you know the aspect of sound, uh, working with the sounds of each chakra, working with the sound, not just with the chakras that we know, the seven system, but also recognizing and becoming uh, aware of the, of the sounds that different chakras of a body have like for example the sound of a hand the sound of a feet uh the sound of like all different parts of ourselves a different organs uh so it's connecting with that level of of awareness uh, of the sound and the power of sound so we have breath we have uh sound we have intention uh a bigger one is working with intention as you know in rituals and in, in tantric practices and even other uh practices a ritual is very important because it creates that sacred space for the practice to be in place. Um, rituals with ourselves, rituals of, of self-connection, self-love, self-understanding, um, and then rituals with other individuals of like a deeper connection, even with partners. You know, when we're talking about connecting with partners, rituals of connecting 
uh, with other partners. Um, and not just on the physical level, but more of the spiritual and more of the um, energetic level. And a lot of people, especially here in uh, the Western world, that a lot of people look for Tantra. It's more about they decide to connect more with uh, themselves at a spiritual um, experience, more of that phys physical, emotional, mental, and a spiritual connection. They would like to have that. But that's where they reach out to the tantric practices when it comes to like intimacy, they decide to connect more at the spiritual level because Tantra allow, you know, the practices of Tantra allow to, to be able to be in that level of uh, a spiritual practice and at the same time incorporate um, sensuality, sexuality, you know, intimacy, not just with self, but with others. And that's just like a very small part of like what Tantra is itself. Yeah, uh, in Tantra, it's, uh, it's like, in Tantra, it's like, uh, you know, some certain, uh, <clears throat> if we see the sexual aspect of the Tantra, it's like um, the, uh, the deep, really deep, massive orgasms will actually help us to uh, destroy the sense of body consciousness which will transcend the mind into uh, something more uh, viable, like uh, God consciousness or whatsoever people say it is like. So, but the tantric practices can actually bring into really um, uh, deep level of orgasm, deep level of sexuality. I mean, the really massive orgasm is not like uh, <laughs> a common sex, which we have uh, in yes. a bedroom or whatsoever. It's like really deep orgasm it can take into people. <clears throat> and uh, if uh, the partner <coughs> also can come into that kind of uh, level of understanding, it will actually create a deep intimacy like uh, it's mm -hmm. not it's not kind of uh, 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 you know love affairs it's a kind of wisdom affair you know uh, the both souls can come into the same level of understanding so do you uh, take uh, these kind of practices into actual practice which help people to uh, develop a really deep orgasm and which helps them to get embodied into their self and yes uh, yeah um, if, if they are couples would you help them to get more closer and uh, will it help them to develop more intimacy this do you uh, do you do something like that or uh, um, is, is there any result has came out from the experiments you have done uh, how is it when it comes to uh, the aspect of uh, awakening more into the sexual power and to the sexuality and the, you know, or, you know, the amazing orgasm, the tantric orgasm that we talk about that is the most of energy experience, you know, the embodiment of the, the God, Goddess, infinity, you know, in our body, like where we can experience that explosion of expansion and infinity um, through the tantric practice, through the aspect, through the, uh, sexuality um yes uh it, it's something that it is um it's something that i share and i share the you know 
I wouldn't say like teach, but I said like something that I can facilitate for people to get to that uh, level. The one thing is that I, I would say that I focused on providing the tools and providing the space for individuals to uh, perch what is holding them back from actually experiencing the divinity, the orgasmic divinity within themselves that they're an explosion in partnership with somebody else. Because one of the things is that uh, I always find that, yes, you know, a lot of people come to us, uh, especially in, in the Western world, they come to experience a tantra because they hear about uh, organic, orgasmic um, sex or tantric sex. They, they hear about uh, all these powerful experiences that we can have with ourselves and self-pleasure or with our partner through, through the aspect of sexual alchemy. But one of the things that you know people don't understand is that there's a lot of step and a lot of a lot that had to be purged and 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 a, a lot of tools that need to be provided for the individual to be able to fully surrender into that experience, to fully uh, give themselves permission to feel the divinity within themselves and the orgasmic expansion of energy, to really let go of the mind because in the path of tantra we learn to be let go of the mind, let go of the beliefs, let go of the stories, let go and allow ourselves to be fully an embodiment of our divinity and our, like what our body is, the temple. And when we're able to get there, we're able to experience why you mentioned like the whole deep level of like the sacred, uh, you know, the powerful tantric experience in sex where it's like wow it's like it blows everyone's mind it's like whoa amazing even you know even that it doesn't have to happen through sex it can just happen through energetic uh sex or energetic expansion uh so people to do the work that they need to do to be able to get to that level to get that to that level of presence to that level of, uh, of you know, of um, presence and being here in the body of embodiment. So that's, that's what I, I would say, like I go with the simples and the basic aspect of Tantra for people to be able to get to that level of, um, of you know, I would say advanced practice because it's not for everyone. As you know, the moment that we desire to go into this advanced practice of of this orgasmic expansion of our divinity, of ourselves, of our body, that when our body feels connected with the wholeness of the universe and the emptiness of it, when our, when our hearts feel connected with the wholeness and the emptiness, when we are, when we are, we are everything at the same time, we're nothing. When get, we get to that, that level of expansion and, and contraction, you know, a lot of things have to happen to get there. And not everybody's ready to get there. A lot of people feel that, I feel like a lot, a lot of people want to experience this orgasmic experience of this tantric sex, this tantric uh, orgasmic experience, but they're not ready to let go of what, what is holding them back. They're not ready to, to surrender. They're not ready to change the story. You know, they're, they're not ready. They're still holding on to baggage, emotional baggage, emotional trauma. And as you know, it, once we open the portal of sexual alchemy, uh, orgasmic, uh, tantric expansion, a lot of that, whatever we're holding on to is going to come to the surface for us to, to transform and heal. That's what, for me, the tantra, uh, pad of tantra is a pad of the fire. It's a path of alchemy, path of transformation, path of, of, of purging what is not us. So the moment that we in our 
journey of of this of you know mastering this orgasmic tantric expansion through sex it's gonna open up a pandora box and if we're not ready to work with the pandora box and and transform and alchemize the ghost that comes out of it or the monsters that come out of it um we go more into trauma and we go more into the darkness as you know like tantric and you know if it's not practiced well uh with consciousness and awareness we can go into the dark areas of evolution in the tantra path so yeah so uh, like i mentioned i'm, I'm about to provide in what they need to get there that makes sense yes uh, is there any uh, case studies from your uh, 10 to 15 years of uh, experience into this particular field like did you saw something which will repeat answer? that question um do you have any kind of case studies like does it change somebody's life uh, or does it benefit somebody or uh, uh is there a story which is happened which you saw in your uh, uh, 10 to 15 years of tantric journey which you would like to share like this person has transformed into this way or this couple has developed this kind of intimacy after some certain practices something like that is there any story which you can refer to oh stories about like um how tantra help people like couples um is there anybody i mean a person you were client uh, a person or a couple uh, you give training to couples also right yes yes um, um i will i have i have beautiful stories with couples when um they had been disconnected uh from themselves and through tantric practices and like just a simple basic of like connecting even with just the heart through eye gazing connecting through the energy um they have been able to um understand themselves a lot better the beloved also um and to see to see the 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 simplicity and the complexity of each other because when we see the divinity within ourselves and we see the divinity of our partners um you know it it has allowed them to to have a deeper level of connection that they didn't have before you know um also when it come to like tantric practice just by the simplicity of of facilitating just less a divine touch conscious touch uh you know you know the awareness and awakening of our senses um with with a partner um when we doing that with a partner and we start learning to awaken our senses where we we we're awakening that we're awakening uh touch and we're awakening um these parts of ourselves that we have forgotten in our body um allow us to when we are in in physical presence or in, in intimacy or even sexual intimacy allows them to um to have that intimacy in a in a different way and it's such a more remarkable incredible amazing uh ways of connection and intimacy that they didn't have before just by sharing the simple principles of a tantric practice or journey that is nothing too complex um and just with the simplicity of it they they able to enhance their sexuality as well and then when you share with them and you help them to facilitate more of the awakening of the sexual energy more awakening of the sensual energy more awakening of the 
uh, of the, the powerful, you know, um, the powerful self, like awakening of the intentions of, of restoring whatever they need to restore in their relationship. Uh, I will say that uh, when they bring when they bring these practices at home and, and they do it, uh, their sex life improve when, you know, when that's, that's something that is missing in their life. If not, if sex is not the, the issue uh, in their, the aspect of communication, um, you know, uh, sometimes, many times, the aspect of purging the, the emotion that they have been holding back, like anger, resentment, which are big ones, anger, resentment, uh, frustration toward the partners. Uh, through practice, uh, tantric practices, like the simple basic one, like bread, eyesight, you know, like eye gazing, eye gazing, bread and sound, just just by doing these practices, like the jab, the jab jam, um, just by just, in, you know, introducing them to that practice, and, and learn to be so full, fully present in that practice and master that. When they take it home, it just brings them a different level of, of communication and connection at a deeper level. And then when you add the practices of conscious touch, sacred touch, and bringing more aspect of rituals, more aspect of, of rituals with fire and with water and bringing different elements into the space. One of the things I love to work with couples is creating a temple creating the temple, their temple of adoration. As you know, in Tantra practices, there's many practices and um, the talk that, that, you know, invite adoration into the experience. So bringing that very basic, simple element into, which is not just simple, um, it's simple, but it's so powerful to help clients, uh, individuals and couples to create a temple of adoration for the relationship, for the experience, for their sexuality, for their love, for their intimacy, you know? And, and that's what, you know, those are the things that I bring into um, to my practice. Basic and simple and profound and present. And um, I, I love adoration, so that, that's one of my things. <laughs> I get excited when I talk about it. <laughs> Right. So, is that? Mm-hmm. Um, uh, so, so if somebody is listening to this particular podcast, how do you tell them to uh, design the sacred space where they would like to experience the uh, sacred love making? How do you tell them to design that uh, particular space? Which, 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 which is um, not the complexity, which does not carry the complexity of the Tantra, which is actually is, that is something which is very simple. Like uh, they can get into, they can transcend uh, each other. For instance, a couple, they would like to experience them each other much more uh, intimate way. How do you tell them to uh, descend that particular space? What kind of sounds, colors, uh, what kind of uh, smells and uh, what kind of things would you recommend them to use on that particular space? Mm-hmm. So one of the, um, one of the first things I invite is to tap into your 
Kendrick Shelf, you know, working with the archetype of the wiser self in the realm of Tantra that we all have within ourselves, you know. Um, <coughs> so what I guide them into, into the journey where they actually uh, can feel the Tantric master within themselves. And that Tantric master guides them to choose the colors that if, if they are the soul colors, um, the essence and the smells and the element, the five elements that are in their core. Because one of the things that I have found in my journey, especially working with, um, uh, with couples itself, is that every person had their own language. Uh, you know, I would say like the golden language. Everybody had their own um their own symbols, everybody have their own code. And what is powerful is to, for them to share it with the, you know, into the experience, instead of me telling them, okay, red is good because red is power, or yellow is this, and yellow means that, and this means that. It, 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 I allow myself to create a space where the individual self tap into the tantric master self within, and that is the, that's their inner guru that will come out and say, okay, this is like, this is how we had this, how we interact. This is how we create this temple. This is how we, uh, we, you know, we connect with each other. You know, I can see, I can share the simple aspect of connection so they can tap into the inner guru. Um, but I was, it's very simple. I just guide them through that journey and they, they, it's just amazing to see like what it, what they together they create, what they can they give themselves permission to tap into their inner inner uh, wider self, the inner guru, I would say, and uh, what they create is just amazing. So, the asking within self, like, okay, what is the color that I would like to bring into the experience? What is the essence? Would I like to bring rose essence? Would I like to bring frankincense? Would I like to bring uh, lemongrass? Like, what is the the smells that I feel like is in my core, in my, in my soul right now to create this amazing tantric um, ritual experience what is all about sacredness and about connection, about intimacy. Uh, like what are the, the, what would say like the material? What is the material that I would like to feel? I would like to feel a little more rough. I would like to feel a little more soft. Uh, like what it is that it is within me that I decided to experience in this um, temple and my partner, what it is within him that he would like to experience and bring into this temple. And then together we co-create because one of the things about that I'm aware, um, not just in Tantra, but it's like in my whole level of, of work is that when we come in partnership, it's about we come together to co-create. We come together to add we come together to um, to create something that is gonna enhance and it's gonna take us into a journey of alchemy transformation and evolution, awakening of our consciousness and our soul, not just for ourselves, but for the whole humanity. So in the practice itself for me, it's, it's about when I am with a partner as together as a powerful being, like what is it that we are gonna create and, and, and we come from that space. So, yeah, I hope that I answered your question. I didn't go into a different tangent. <laughs> yeah. Um, do you want to share anything else before we are going into uh, your chat? 
Mm, I'm good. Thank you. <laughs> I'm excited <laughs> about to hear about you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let's go to your chat actually. Um, uh, I'll just share the screen right now. Okay. So have you heard about the Vedic uh, chart reading before? Yes, I have one, but it was a very basic, not even basic. It was uh, a friend just uh, read, read me the, the Vedic. Um, and I think like it was just like, he just told me like three minutes of the conversation of this is what it is. And this is what's happened. <laughs> this is what it, and I was like, oh, cool. It was like a mini, like tiny little synthesis of it. So the Vedic chart is like, uh, we have just spoken about the massive uh, orgasm, which um, tantric uh, uh, sexual uh, or tantric love making can bring out uh, the mm -hmm. massive uh, amount of the orgasmic uh, expansion, which the uh, tantric uh, uh, love making can bring out uh, this is like uh, uh, this is a kind of blueprint that could actually uh, help you to uh, um, get into that kind of uh, uh, expandable conscious uh, orgasmic experiences like uh, mm -hmm. these practices can take you to into uh, um, that kind of level, which is comes from the Atharva Veda and the Soundary Allegory and Vedic Astrology, which is like sacred test uh, in Indian uh, system of the understanding of uh, consciousness. Okay, so mm -hmm. here uh, your Natchatra is Shravana. Okay, Natchatra is a group of stars which actually define your uh, uh, characteristics. Um, which uh, uh, the, the moon was into a particular direction when you are getting birth. Uh, in that particular direction, there will be a group of stars. This group of stars will actually define the characteristics of uh, your being. So we are trying to analyze the uh, characteristics of uh, uh, the particular group of stars that is uh, actually connected to your soul as such, okay? So this is Shravana Nakshatra. So uh, the Shravana is a Sanskrit term which is actually related to hearing ability. Uh, so what is this, the prim uh, primary manifestation of this particular um, Natchatra into your life is like a, a hearing ability. You will be able to hear uh, something much beyond uh, that is uh, um, what actually the body conscious can bring into. So is there something is happening on you? Like is there something is going on? Like you are able to hear something. How do you explain your hearing ability? I'm I'm just processing like what you said, um, and I was just reading uh, also the practice of Nashatra Yoga. Um, 
repeat that question again <laughs> like how do i okay shravana nakshatra is the nakshatra which is actually related to your hearing ability okay this nakshatra manifest in your life is on the way of hearing ability what you are able to hear to what you are able to uh, make sense out of like which is related to your ear ear okay so here yeah. mm -hmm. okay yeah uh, how do you explain your hearing abilities this uh, have you My ever observed hearing ability yeah um it's interesting because um i would say that when it come to like the physical like say like just uh, the 3d uh physical realm oh i have um Sometimes I think that they are not, they are not, like I wouldn't say call them important, but think that they are not, um, uh, you know, they don't have nothing to do with my life. I don't hear, I don't, I, I kind of like, I, I don't hear them at all. That's interesting because I just don't, sometimes people can be talking or something and I just don't hear what they're saying. Like, I can't understand the language. I can't understand like, um, Um, maybe what they're saying but i just don't hear i'm just like it just go like my world goes mute to those people and i have this tendency to uh have sharp focus on my hearing to think that uh it makes my heart uh on fire you know like they're it's like interesting they're passionate but then that they're like uh not interesting um boring or or even like um the heart like Maybe I go back to the aspect of complexity, um, not just with my hearing, with like my physical ear, but also I'm with um, maybe the way that I, I, I hear life in the sense of like, if it's something that is too complex or too difficult, I can like, um, I can like, you know, mute <laughs> that whole, and I'm not interested. Um, that's why like i would say that yeah it's like it just resonates um that my ability to hear um you know unmute. complexity yeah i just unmute like <laughs> i do have you know you know i mute and unmute like yes so i do have that i, I call it selective hearing to be honest it's funny that you mentioned that because <laughs> with my partner and we always have my partner even joke about it and she's like oh she has had selective hearing and it's like it's not like it's just sometimes it's just like just like not interesting to me or my soul it doesn't fire me up so i just mute it <laughs> <laughs> I, i'm honest with you that was like oh okay <laughs> So uh, there is something called the nakshatra yoga, which is associated with this particular nakshatra. So this is a practice of kundalini yoga that will actually help you to evoke uh, the kundalini uh, shakti, which we speak in uh, tantra a lot, like uh, the evoking the. Um, I mean, we human beings has extra capability which is uh, beyond our conditioning. so the uh, the life force how activities in on your body which actually help you to um make more 
things out of your life so in the similar passion there is we call it as in a tantric concept we call it as in a kundalini shakti which is like a coil the serpent on your root of your uh, backbone uh, that is been resides there uh, so this particular yoga this nakshatra yoga will actually help you to evoke uh, that uh, um, uh, particular uh, shakti that 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 video is there in this particular link which i'll share you after the mm-hmm. uh, yeah you could actually go through um do you took a print out of the chart which i have yes i i have it yes i it have the print out i okay. don't understand anything of it so. <laughs> <laughs> we will try to understand that now okay uh, so so this is like uh, uh, you have got birth into shukla paksha okay shukla paksha means is is um, zero moon to uh, full moon day that uh, there is 30 days approximately 30 days it will take uh, a moon to rotate around the earth so uh, see uh, full moon to zero moon day is krishna paksha and the krishna paksha to full moon day is uh, shukla paksha so you have uh, that particular uh, area of your life is been uh, equated to the peacock okay peacock is uh, so so this part of uh, your life is been equated to the bird called peacock okay so the peacock is like uh, uh, is like uh, the i mean the queen of the birds you know it's a, it's like it's so beautiful it, it, it uh, so it it celebrate life you know so basically it can it has the capability to celebrate life so this is the your bird which 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 will actually celebrates the life you know mm. um so uh, there is a sort of uh, conditioning which was in your life that uh, uh, your your capability or uh, your uh, tendency to experiment uh, something which is beyond uh, your own understanding is actually helped you to come out from whatever you were into so that is how it's manifest in your life um, can you share share uh, what was it like uh, what was that fear which was holding you back and uh, that helped you to come out from that and how do you feel now how do you see the life now um that interestingly you mentioned the peacock um it has been a bird that is like it's been resonating with me lately a lot even i have a shirt that look like a peacock like very pretty and people told me that i look amazing on that and it's like that aspect of freedom and the colors are like beautiful and liberating um and yeah the celebration of it um i do feel that um that i have i have have the oh shit I have these desire to celebrate life since I was little but I do have these other parts of me that um has felt you know to have felt so much suffering and so much pain from the world as very sensitive person I am and 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 uh and that has kind of like uh 
been the, um, I would say the the obstacle for my for me to be celebrating every day. Like sometimes I go my ups and downs. You know, it's like uh, when you talk about like what have been holding back or something like that. It's just those obstacles that um, of being like a sensitive, intuitive person that can feel people's pain and people's suffering. And I don't, you know. I don't let that affect me as much, but I do can see that um, because it is in my, it is, it's in the field, um, sometimes it kind of like demean or tune down or dial down the, the fire of celebration that I had in my soul. I have, you know, I just did um, an event, um, like I went into a process I didn't facilitate the event, but I went to process. And then one of the, the commitment that I have for myself is to bring, to create more joy in my life. And that's aspect of celebration, indeed. So yes, I am in this journey of creating more joy and celebration in my, in my life every day, even more. Did that answer your question? It's not a question. I'm. That is how it's manifest in your life. I'm. Mm -hmm. <laughs> uh, so this is a tree which is related to um, you were a particular group of stars and this tree is actually presented in India I don't know whether it is uh, uh, there in uh, the area of the US yeah I mean in the west um, but this tree what it does is like it will actually resonate with the frequency which you have which means that uh, you could actually go near to this particular tree and get connected to this particular tree and you can experience yourself in much more deeper way with this particular tree <laughs> i mean maybe if you bring this uh, particular tree in uh, i mean if you can make uh, if you are like to uh, make a love around this particular tree, it will be like a, <laughs> a more intimate relationship. Mm. So this is how the uh, group of stars looks like on the sky. So the, your nature is Deva, it's like, um, uh, you have uh, um, uh, the nature of that, God. Hello? Yeah, I'm here. You're asking me something? Yeah, I hear. I see you. Yeah, okay, fine. Uh, so this Deva nature is something like which will actually like uh, uh, healing ability. Deva, like it's, it's, it's like godly nature. So your birth has godly nature that helps you to uh, empower your own being and empower other being also. Um, and guna is rajoguna. Rajoguna is something like uh, uh, which, uh, which is like a uh, uh, bit uh, spicy nature you will be having. Mm. Um, and your Buddha is Vayu, which means that you, you would like to get things done very quickly. Mm -hmm. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> I have no patience. I mean, like, that's one of the things I have to, I'm working on building patience. I have no patience, uh, 
a, a, a project to get too long because yeah, I, I just have no patience. And like every day we gotta get, we gotta work toward a goal or, or what the project that we, we're doing. So uh, Shiva, the masculine God of destroyer, I mean, uh, Shiva is the, um, uh, you were God, uh, uh, so you were side. So see, if you, in India, there is a concept called Arthanadishara, which means like uh, half uh, woman and half men. That is how it is. Like the God is half men and half woman because it has no, um, you know, no uh, gender. Okay. So in that case, uh, your side is more masculine uh, rather than that of more feminine. Okay, so it's like uh, um, you would like you would like to take everything in control. Yes, I I, I do I do um, I do say like I'm a control freak. <laughs> <laughs> so that is. <laughs> Remember, I'm a dominant. So when it comes to like uh, my archetype of dominant and submissive, when it comes to tantric kink, I'm a, more of the dominant control. I'm the one. I'm the one in charge. So I'm the leader in charge, control, authority. Um, even at home, we don't have a patriarchy in home. We have a matriarchy, which means I am here. <laughs> <laughs> so nothing is done, said, or bought without my consent and permission. So yeah, it's pretty much there. <laughs> <laughs> my partners are amazing. They're powerful men, individual, and they have great masculine energy. But when it comes to the aspect of uh, domination and control, um, you know, I'm very strong in that realm. So you got it right there. <laughs> <laughs> so um, you have a kapha nature, which means that your uh, health illness will actually, any health illness, health issues is happening on you. It's basically because of kapha. And it is like watery things. Like uh, you will be, your health system will be sensitive to uh, cold. Yes. Oh, yes. I lived in New York for 14 years. I don't know how I did it, but I cannot handle the cold. I don't, I live in Florida now in the U.S. And I don't, I don't put AC because I don't like the vent of the cold. Just when I was pregnant recently, I will have cold shower, cold water. I would like to be cold because I was burning for the pregnant. Don't, I don't like the cold at all. Uh, and your god is Vishnu. I mean, the god in the sense, the guardian angel for this particular uh, Nakshatra group is Vishnu. Okay. Um, mm -hmm. So uh, Vishnu is the god of protection. So which means that you, even though you are in struggle, mm -hmm. you would love to protect others, you know. So this is one of the uh, quality which it will manifest on you. And this is your guardian angel according to Indian mythology, which will understand the, uh, that is how we are actually understanding this particular spot of energy like uh, Vishnu. Mm -hmm. the, um, so you can easily connect with this particular guardian angel. And this angel or this particular consciousness can help you to uh, uh, overcome so many problems in your life, you know. 
Yeah, and it's interesting because that is uh, the part of me that is uh, I call it, you know, it will be the Vishnu uh, in in um here. Uh, but for me, it's, it's just like my, um, I would say it's like my priestess archetype, like my priestess archetype, the word that I like, protect. And I'm like, that's my main reason when I talk about when I do events, like, oh, in my life, I'm the one that created space and had, it must be safe and sacred, you know, free of judgment, free of fear, guilt or any of that. And, and be also safe, physically safe. And, and that's like a very strong super strong uh, part of me. So you really right on there. And this is the Kriya. There is a breathing exercise after the um, um, your uh, particular yoga, which is related to Nakshatra Yoga, which I've been speaking about. I'll share the video. I mean, you can see those videos in this particular link. After that mm -hmm. yoga, you could actually go for this Kriya. This will actually help you to uh, empower yourself i mean empower your own uh, kundalini energy in much more interesting way okay mm. and uh, mm. this is the one of the best position which uh, which will actually uh, help you to uh, uh, get into more uh, intimate uh, love making you know have yeah that's a hard ever, wonder how you ever it will be fine <laughs> yeah, it would be fine if the men were doing the upside down, not the women. But um, yeah, I haven't tried that one. It has been, I mean, um, I think that I have done something similar like that, but nothing like that. That I can't do that position because I have shoulders. I have injuries in my shoulders from a car accident. So just putting a lot of pressure on my elbows and my shoulders, it would just not be fun. So that position yourself, I cannot do it, but I can share with my partner to see something different. <laughs> <laughs> hey, how can we do it when my shoulders are not be killing me, right? <laughs> so this is like moon. Moon is your uh, um, birth uh, planet, which is like, it will actually mm -hmm. bring, it's a motherly quality. You have a better motherly quality. Okay. Yes. Uh, uh, that is a very good thing. So these all these things are about your nakshatra. Now we will go to uh, your chart actually. So in Western astrology, there is only chart basically. But uh, uh, when we look at into um, come on, yeah, this is your chart. Mm hmm. So this is how the chart will look like. Um, <clears throat> so Tanu, Moon and Ketu. Um, so. Mars and Ascendant is on your uh, Tanu Bhava, which means that uh, um, uh, Mars is on your As Tanu Bhava. So the fighting is your, uh, I mean, fighting with the fighting is your um, inborn quality. You will get angry very easily and you will start fighting so easily. Repeat that again, fighting? 
fighting fighting you will make uh, problems mm-hmm. with people <laughs> um i'll fighting um i'm me creating fight or me um i would say that i used to be when i was little i used to fight um now that i have grown up like i choose my fight but uh yes i would say that i if i am not the person that is gonna um I'm not the person that people can take advantage of by me not standing up. So I wouldn't call it that a fight. Like if, if somebody come and fight, I will fight back in a sense of like, you know, I will protect and, uh, you know, and I will fight back if it's needed. But I am not a kind of person that I'm just going to let people, you know, walk all over me. I am not that, you know, it's like if I, for example, one of the things, it did not have a fighting energy, but like I said, for example, I went to, it was in a restaurant and in a Chinese restaurant and one of the waitresses yelled at the two older women because the menu was that the dinner, you know, started at past three and they would get there. Anyway. Uh, this woman was yelling at them and I was like, and I wasn't even buying there, but I was like, I stood up, I stood up for the older women and I was like, you know, I yell at the women back and I said, you're not going to treat this woman like that. You got to show respect. So I am like, I wouldn't consider that a fight, but I am like a person that I will speak up and I will show, you know, I will be strong. Like you may think that I'm fighting, but I am not because me fighting is different energy. Um, I would attack you if I'm fighting. Um, but if I'm speaking up or, or protecting somebody, you know, I don't consider that a fight, but it could be considered a fight. That so makes it's sense. It's a kind of uh, like stubborn kind of nature. Are you a stubborn person? Stubbornness? Yeah. Oh, uh, stubbornness is different. Um, stubbornness when I don't... Um, I don't want to, I just, I'm just like a horse. Like I just, if I see black, I see black and I'm not going to be open to see white. That's kind of stubbornness. But when it comes to like fighting, it's more of a protection, you know, not letting yourself take, be taking advantage of, standing up for your, uh, for, for your right and standing up for all the people who may be weak. I'm very strong. I don't know if you can tell that, but I'm really like strong. Um, um, I show up very strong uh, to people. I, I people some people call me that I'm too intimidated sometimes. Like I'm too intimidated. Like you know, I'm like, oh okay, <laughs> you know. So you know, I'm I'm, I'm nice at the same time. Like I'm very like loving, caring, and grounded and um, nurturing. Uh, but in occasions, I will show up very strong. And second house, there is moon and Ketu is staying, that is dhana. So uh, the dhana, which means that your uh, income, okay, your money or your asset or the wealth. Mm-hmm. Wealth is like, it's, it comes from the uh, moon, which means that the caretaking capability of you will actually bring income to you. Like if you empower on that thing, it will actually uh, help you to... Uh, generate uh, more money you know. so if I work with the moon it help me to generate more money that's what I'm here uh, moon is like um, the moon is the planet which is which stands for mother okay mm. so mother means um, your ability to caretake okay 
Yeah, that that it can resonate because what I do for my work is like pretty much have that nurturing mother energy in a sense of like holding space at the same time. Like there's that energy there where where you caretake people, like taking care of people, helping people, you know, um, helping them through, you know, even in somatic work. That's one of the biggest things. That's one of my biggest. Um, I would say that people can feel. Um, through touch, like through my somatic work, they can feel so much energetically. And I will say that's a big part of my business. Like that's a big part of my income. So yeah, it's like, you're right on it. Um, so Rendra Bhava, there is Rahu. Um, so Rendra is your enemy. So Rahu is like, uh, it's, um, uh, if you, do you get any kind of dreams? Dreams? Yeah, dreams. <laughs> Every day. <laughs> Every day and I dream them. Like people ask me like, oh my God, your dreams are so vivid and so live and so real. I'm like, I can tell you what I dreamed the last night so vividly that it's like colors and smells and taste and touch. It's like, I'm, I'm sometimes I feel like I'm lucid dreaming, but um. I'm just out of my body a lot or in another dimension. But yes, when I'm in dream stage, it's like very vivid dreams. Um, so can you just elaborate what you actually accept? Just colors, smells and uh, taste? Um, when it comes to colors in my dreams? Yeah. Well, it seems like I'm actually like um, in life. Like I'm like, my dreams are many times look like I'm in real life that I can feel I can feel the touch like somebody touching me in the dream I can feel it in my body I can feel the sensation uh like sometimes like if I feel in my my dream I'm like I feel scared or I'm like nervous or I'm crying I can feel myself I can have that physical sensation um when it comes to taste like sometimes like I'm drinking these um I'm drinking something, I'm eating the delicious food, uh, and I can feel, like, I can taste the, the blueberries or the strawberries, I can taste the water, I can taste, I can feel it in my body, in my actual physical body, I can, uh, so it's kind of like, I can feel like I can taste it, and then when I'm, like, coming out of my dream, like, I, I go into the space where, um, you know, I know that I'm dreaming, and I'm watching myself dreaming and sometimes I'm watching, I'm dreaming within a dream. And sometimes I'm dreaming that I'm dreaming. <laughs> and uh, those, are, those are the more profound ones because I know that I'm watching myself dreaming and my dream, I'm doing something else and I had to wake up from that dream to come to this, you know, to get up with this dream so I can come back from it. I, I tell you, I have these more fascinating experiences when it comes to dreaming. And sometimes I wake up like uh, with so much energy and sometimes I wake up like so drained out because something traumatic happened in the dream. And sometimes I wake up like crying hysterically uh, where I had to wake up my partner and my partner's like, oh, what happened? And I tell her the whole story and he's like, oh my God, that's all you dream. <laughs> it's like a whole book. <laughs> it's like a whole movie, you know. And one of the things I become aware is that I cannot watch anymore or read 
anything that is too traumatic or too uh, psychological uh, disturbing. Uh, because it will make my dreams, I will travel to that realm of dimension of my dreams and it will not be pretty. I, I will be crying and scared and, uh, when I wake up. So that's one of my boundaries that I have when it comes to what I interact with every day in my life, even when it comes to the news or when it comes to movies. I would say like people are like, oh, you always watch romantic movies. I'm like, yeah, because those are the movies that they don't, they don't make me dream weird stuff. <laughs> so um, there is a kind of uh, um, occult energy that is being staying on uh, enemy house on your uh, particular chart uh, that may be mm -hmm. disturbing you through uh, the vivid dreams which is like um, it's, it's like uh, it's giving a hint to your past life and things like that you know so basically it's, it's actually connected to your uh, subconscious thing of this mm -hmm. eighth house which actually signifies life so so through meditation you could actually um, uh, eliminate uh, that kind of things like uh, which I have spoken about the nakshatra yoga na? So that kind of things can actually help you to eliminate uh, this particular, uh, if it is uh, disturbing you a lot. Otherwise, if you like it, you can just enjoy it. Okay. Um, Karma Baba, there is Venus, Jupiter and Saturn is staying. So Venus and Jupiter, uh, Venus is the uh, planet of pleasure, happiness and uh, uh, art sexuality all those things so your karma bhava there is venus is staying so this is like uh, uh, your art your uh, exposure your sexuality all those things are your part of your job and jupiter is also staying along with that which means that um, uh, you are doing it very wisely and Saturn is the planet which also along with that and you have to uh, you you are trying so hard to play these roles very wisely and through very hard work way that is that is that is staying on the karma bhava you clear about that repeat that again explain that again so, so what's that yeah, go ahead. You go first. <laughs> Tell me what. No, so when it comes to uh, the aspect of sensuality and um, the element where Venus represents sensuality and what else, uh, it seems like I am that I am I am in the doing it wisely. Is that what I think I'm hearing? What is that? Representing the role wisely. That I'm I'm like doing the role the the role of uh, you know, sharing sensuality in a wise way. Like that's what I want to understand a little bit. Yeah, that 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 is. Yeah, you are trying to uh, share the sexuality in wise way. Oh, okay. So yeah, because I, I I resonate with that. I that's what I'm like. I don't know if you understood that from from like the beginning. Like I am about sharing the power of conscious you know conscious sexuality and tantra and the power of conscious alchemy and, and orgasmic uh tantric orgasmic experiences in a way that it is uh 
that it, it was profound and also a chemical transformation for people. And it's not just like one shot then. It's like, you know, I'm very cautious, like I'm very careful about sharing too much. That way, the, 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 the simplicity for me is very important. And, and that's why I think like, if that's the wise part of me, um, because I have, I can tell you that I so many times when I see other people sharing too much of it, like too much sexuality and too much, um, you know, I, 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 I can see myself that is like, well, I cannot do it that way. It got to be another way to share it. You know, I cannot, I cannot share it that, you know, too raw. It got to be another way that it can and invite all many people and not scare people because that's the problem with with um, sharing about sexuality because it has been so oppressed for so many millenniums that you know we can't we can't just share it in a very abruptive raw way it still had to be in a very you know I feel like it had to it can be done in a very uh, nurturing way and in, in a way that it, it invite people instead of uh, reject people you know what I mean mm -hmm. so that's why I resonate with the white part uh, of sharing uh, sexuality and sensuality so okay. the, what's that okay <laughs> <laughs> okay uh, on the 11th house there is lava which means that there is sun and mercury is staying on the 11th house so uh, the gain uh, from your life will be like uh, mercury and sun which is like uh, the light yeah you will come to the light mm -hmm. yeah so um, that is the uh, gain of your uh, life okay that, and that's lava huh? that's lava 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 is the gain lava yeah uh so okay. we have so the nakshatra and uh, now coming to so saturn is your uh, high energy planet which means that you are uh, very hard working in nature very what hard high energy high energy planet is saturn so which means that you are a very hard working person in nature Harvesting person. Hard working. Do you. Oh, remember? hard working. Oh my God. Yes. Tell me about that. That's not new in me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a hard worker. I have people that they, they tell me that I'm a hustle, that I hustle too much. And I'm like, yes, I do. I'm a very hard worker. Yeah. I just had a baby five weeks ago, no, six weeks ago. And I even, um, I was working even in uh, the day of delivery <clears throat> now the time of delivery i was doing you know because of my work i can work online and i have to do, do some run events and like tickets and things like that and the day after i delivered the baby the day of the baby was born uh i was actually doing the counting of the event that i was done the day before so I, i'm a non-stop like you know i take my time to rest and everything but i am you know i'm a really hard worker so um, there is a seven phase the rudraksha which you could uh, wear for the uh, to accelerate your uh, um, hard working nature you know the seven phase the rudraksha mm -hmm. which is actually 
if you visit in this particular link you can actually see how it looks like um okay so right now uh jupiter is ruling planet for you which means that jupiter um jupiter is staying um jupiter is staying on karma bhava so this time uh nowadays you will be um you the work which you have done uh, approximately 7 7 plus 7 14 14 24 24 uh, plus 8 32 till the age of 32 at the age of 32 or 30 32 33 or 34 in a this time there has um, uh, mean 31 okay 31 32 33 or 34 in this four years of time there was a big uh, uh, you know um, diversion in your life has happened okay in at this particular time and that made you to more wiser and uh, um, you are acting on the wisdom which bought in at the time of uh, 32 33 34 in that uh, 31 to 34 this time span into life now yes absolutely yes all of, yes mm-hmm. so um, this is all about uh, your chart do you have any questions about your chart no okay i'm just thinking about the dates that the years that you told that uh you know the portal open up to more wiser stuff around 32 and 33 34 and 31 um yeah that's when i i that's what like the interest because that's when a lot, a lot of things happened shifted in my life and i even left um uh i left my husband i left an abusive relationship I moved to Florida. I took, you know, I, I literally radically shifted everything in my life. And yeah, got on a nail. <laughs> Anything else you want to share? No. So good. Like it's interesting. I love the peacock. I love the um, Yeah, that was a good one. um i resonated a lot with the the moon part um and the venus um aspect of like sharing a wisely element of sensuality or sexuality i even just all the aspect of self not just that i think um yeah i'm going to look into the links for the um some of the meditations i think like uh the yoga that yeah. you have in there right yeah. that's what you said Yeah, mm-hmm. I'll share you all those details to you. Like, um, I'll share the username and password to access for that thing. Um, so, do you want to say something to the uh, uh, people who are watching this particular podcast? Something that I would like to say. Um, I first, I want to thank you for for sharing your wisdom on this and um another thing is um i would definitely invite individuals of that are watching and listening to this podcast to uh give them the permission to get to know themselves a lot more that there's so much more about themselves that 
you know, what we think that we know, it's like so little, so, so little uh, of the, you know, the amazing beings that we are and, um, you know, to tap into practices, meditation, yoga practices, tantric practices, or whatever the practices that they resonate with to, um, to awaken this part of themselves, to awaken this part that um, allow us to bring this wiser self into the world, this compassionate self, this loving self, this, this orgasmic self that is all about creation and evolution um, and expansion and give ourselves permission to Give ourselves permission to be expensive, creative beings living in abundance and joy and happiness and prosperity. And that all of that is, is, is there for us. It's not limited. Our mind keeps it limited to us because we fall into all these illusions, uh, belief and ideas and stories. But when we really get into our heart, into our body, into our soul, uh, we know that we're limitless. And everything that you desire in life, is achievable but you have the power within you to achieve it yeah <laughs> yeah so so we'll catch up soon i'll send you the uh, links for you okay mm-hmm. yeah, then, uh, thank you yeah bye bye Thank you for listening to my podcast. You could connect with me in arunsyoga.in where you could see my contact details including my phone number, my WhatsApp and email ID. Stay tuned for more exciting episodes.